Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Super Producer Rob G, sitting in for the final time this week for our fearless leader, Jason McIntyre, on Straight Fire for Friday, August 12th. Given that this is the last show of the week, I will be dropping an extended dance remix. Shout out to Tom Looney of the uh, fan mail segment. Uh, my goal is to get through at least 10 questions today. That's the goal. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping I can get through 10. We'll see what happens, though. Big night in the NFL, of course, as uh, week one of the preseason slate was officially underway. Um, I know they had the Hall of Fame game last week, but the way the NFL operates, because the Hall of Fame game is kind of its own separate entity, they viewed last night's game as the official start of week one of the NFL preseason. And I want to start there because one player that did not play last night was Patriots starting quarterback, Mac Jones. Now, actually, 
most of the Patriots offensive starters did not play. And you would think, well, hey, Rob G, if, if the, the stars didn't play, then why are you talking about it? I'll tell you why. Because if there's any team who could really benefit from as much preseason action as possible, it's Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but the news coming out of Foxborough has been bleak, to say the least, okay? Not only on Thursday where they hit with the blow that pass-catching running back James White was retiring. Now, I know he's coming off an injury from last season, but the fact remains, if you look at their wide receiving core, both at the tight end, wide receiver, and of course, the running back position, but James White's mostly as receiving back, so I'm going to count him as part of the receiving group. It's not exactly a who's who of NFL pass catchers, okay? You got former Raider Nelson Aguilar, who had basically almost washed out of the NFL before the Raiders scooped him up and um, rejuvenated his NFL career. He's obviously been a, a disappointment since he's gotten to New England last season. Kendrick Bourne, he's okay. Jacoby Myers, the potential is there, but I don't think we've seen him really produce at a high clip that you would get excited about. Hunter Henry's always hurt. Jonu Smith, their big tight end acquisition along with Henry last season, was best known as the other tight end in Tennessee next to Delaney Walker. So, again, not exactly a murderer's row of uh, pass catchers in New England. And that's not counting Devontae Parker, who was their big acquisition this offseason in the wide receiver room, who, according to every single advanced metric out there, is quite possibly the worst NFL receiver at creating separation. 2019, he's number 123 out of 125. 2020, he's number 132 out of 132. And last season, number 127 out of 127. Now, I'm lower on Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa the most. Maybe uh, Colin Coward is the only one who's lower on him than I am. But um, I will say that the receiving core in Miami was not doing Tua any favors by creating exactly zero separation last season. So maybe that's why there's more optimism in Miami this season. Going back to the Patriots, I mentioned before that their news coming out of camp has been less than stellar. I'm just going to read to you some of the updates in the last 48 hours regarding the Patriots offense that apparently is so good that Mac Jones and the rest of the starters didn't feel the need to play last night. Or rather, Bill Belichick decided was so good they didn't need to play last night. These are direct quotes from people in and around the team, including several Patriots beat writers, who if you know anything about beat writers, a lot of times go out of their way to have positive spin on the team because it helps them gain access. Here's a couple of quotes. Patriots defense is running roughshod over the offense. The offense looks broken, can't protect, losing one-on-ones, no run game, miscommunication on routes. Patriots number one offense today has been distressingly bad. Run stuffs, aborted plays, would-be sacks. 
I mean, I could go on. There is a, a laundry list of of quotes here coming out of camp that, um, but I I just don't want to to make this a dark podcast. I want to enjoy my Friday, and this leads me to my bigger point. When the Patriots lost Josh McDaniels to my Las Vegas Raiders, their former OC, now the head coach in Vegas, they had an opportunity to replace him with a offensive coordinator that was going to ensure that Mac Jones continued on the upward trajectory that he showed last season. I thought last season, at least for my money, he was easily the most impressive of the rookie quarterbacks. You saw the potential, maybe not the high-end potential because his physical attributes are not as God-given as, say, a Trevor Lawrence or a Justin Fields, but he can certainly play the position, and his arm is plenty strong enough to make the throws they needed in that offense. And so when they lost Josh McDaniels, they had an opportunity to replace him either with an established play caller offensive coordinator that has been around the block a little bit, has seen some things and can ensure that he was well-prepared moving forward or could have went the other way and got one of these young hot shot up and coming guys who is great at diagramming plays and um, is really into analytics and can really push him into the quote unquote 21st century of quarterback play. Instead, Bill Pelichick decided, let me bring back Matt Patricia, the guy best known for having a pencil behind his ear, even though his play cards were laminated. Okay, I don't know how many of you guys have tried writing on a laminated piece of paper, but let me tell you, pencil is not going to cut it. Bill Belichick decided to bring in Matt Patricia, a former defensive coach, to be the de facto offensive coordinator. I've defended Bill Belichick to the high heavens, mostly as a way to combat people who want to give Brady all the credit for all those Super Bowls in New England. There is zero defense for the way Bill Belichick has handled this offseason of Mac Jones. They are, in my opinion, setting him up for failure. Every choice that they have made since last season ended once Josh McDaniels left town, the acquisition of Devontae Parker, the hiring of Matt Patricia to, again, to be the de facto offensive coordinator and play caller, and now most recently, sitting him out of preseason action, knowing that throughout training camp, your offense has been a dumpster fire. I'm not a big betting man like J-Mac, but if I was, I can tell you that I would be pounding the under on Patriot win total this season, I think they are destined to be at best the number three team in that division. And I'm expecting Mac Jones, if he's lucky to tread water, but I'm expecting a step back from him here in year two. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, one last thing before we get to the extended dance remix. 
of the fan mail segment to close out the Friday show here. Saw this thing on Twitter. And to be quite honest with you, I'm surprised it didn't get more run on some of the national television and radio shows. Because to me, this is shocking. Like, this is one of the crazier sports stories that we've seen come out of the NBA in a while. And the NBA is built for drama. This one comes to us from FS1 and Fox Sports NBA insider Rick Buecher, friend of the show. He said this about the Kevin Durant saga in Brooklyn and how Kyrie Irving factors into the whole ordeal. This is a direct quote from Rick, again, on his On the Ball podcast. Joe Sy has already shown he's willing to play hardball with Kyrie by taking a max extension off the table almost immediately. Now, part of that may be Kyrie's doing. And this is the, this is the crazy thing right here. This, the first part of it is kind of widely accepted. This is where it gets real spicy. Rick Buecher, quote, I'm told Kyrie wanted his new contract to guarantee he wouldn't have to play more than 60 games in a season and would not have to play any back-to-backs, which he apparently referred to as inhumane. This is wild, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I've been covering sports on a national level for over 10 years. And this one is right up there with the uh, Manti Teow fake girlfriend. Uh, like, like this is one of those stories that is so bizarre. It is borderline unbelievable. And to be quite honest with you, once I saw the quote, my first thought was, well, Rick got duped on that one because I, I can't imagine that this is a true story. And, and and this is why I wanted to discuss it because I'm going to peel back down a little bit. When it comes to news making and news breaking in sports media, information does not get out unless somebody wants it out. Just look no further than the story I talked about on yesterday's podcast about LeBron and his meeting with the Lakers brass regarding their plan of action moving forward. To me, it's clear that that information was leaked by somebody within the Lakers organization because the week before when they actually had the meeting, the only reports to come out of that were Rich Paul putting his name on it, by the way, telling ESPN's Dave McMenamin that they had a positive meeting and they would continue to speak moving forward. Obviously, that caused a little bit of panic here in Lakerland because that led a lot of Laker fans to assume then that, hey, maybe LeBron's not going to sign the extension. Maybe this is his last season in the purple and gold. Maybe he dips next summer, heads to Cleveland for like a gap year before Bronny gets to the NBA, and then we're kind of screwed. So what I think happened is the Los Angeles Lakers in exchange, like I mentioned, for some good pub on the new Hulu documentary coming up, gave Chris Haynes some information that would lead us to believe that things are great between LeBron and the Lakers, that they have a plan, that they're all on the same page, that all signs point to LeBron James at some point signing that extension and continuing this fruitful relationship in Los Angeles. Which brings me back here to Kyrie Irving. I do not know who benefits at all from this Kyrie Irving news coming out. Obviously, it doesn't make Kyrie look good because 
he's already got a flimsy, we'll call it, reputation around the league, given his propensity for taking time off and treating the NBA season like it's a nine to five where he's got PTO, he's got to use it. So it doesn't make him look good because you're going to miss most of last season due to your vaccine stance. And now you're going to demand in your next max contract extension that you don't play back-to-back games and you refuse to play more than 60 games, yet you still want to be paid like a max player. So obviously that makes him look even crazier than normal. On the flip side, this doesn't help the Brooklyn Nets in any way because if we assume that if and when Kevin Durant does get traded this offseason, your next step is going to be to trade Kyrie Irving. What kind of leverage do you have if the news gets out that this mercurial point guard has no intention whatsoever of playing back-to-backs and plans to play less than 60 games. You've lost any kind of leverage you may have had in any negotiations with teams like the aforementioned Los Angeles Lakers. How are you going to get them to include two first-round picks in the deal if that's what's going on with Kyrie? So neither side benefits in this situation, which leads me to believe that whoever leaked this information out has absolutely nothing to gain from either side. Whoever leaked this information out is not directly affiliated either with Kyrie or the Brooklyn Nets, which means only one thing. Maybe Rick Buecher didn't get duped. Maybe this story is 1,000% factual. It's one of those things that's so crazy it's got to be true. And I know now you're probably thinking that me as a Laker fan would be uh, against giving those two first round picks for a guy who doesn't plan on playing more than 60 games and is refusing to play back to backs. And you'd be dead wrong because I don't give a damn about the regular season. We are not the Utah Jazz, man. We are measured in championships. Okay, so if if LeBron, AD and Kyrie can get to the playoff by only playing 50 games each and we get to the postseason healthy. And we hoist up championship number 18. It's all worth it. I don't give a damn. Okay. All right. On that note, let's finish strong. Let's close the week out with a bang with the Friday edition of Fan Mail. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. 
They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's time for some fan mail. That's right, the fourth and final day of the fan mail experience here on Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Producer Rob G once again sitting in for J Mac. I just want to say before I dive into today's mailbag, thank you so much for your participation in this segment. I wasn't sure how it was going to go over with the Straight Fire fam, and it looks to me like you guys really enjoyed it. And, and I do have some news for you, a little bit of news. 
I was texting Jason last night during his vacation. I know it's taboo. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to bother a guy when he's on vacay. But I told him, hey, the response has been pretty good for the fan mail segment. What do you think about continuing it once you get back? And he sent me back two words. We'll see. That means if you like the segment and you wanted to continue, that was not a no from our fearless leader. On the other hand, if you don't like the segment and you think it's trash, he didn't commit to it either. So both sides of the fence feel like they're winners in this one. That's a rare W for everybody. All right. So uh, again, last fan mail segment of the week. I'm going to try to rip through these rapid fire. I know I've been saying that all week and I mean to go through them faster than I have been. I just just been struggling, I guess, a little bit. So let's get right to it. Question number one. Is it fair to say that the Baltimore Ravens have failed Lamar Jackson? Oh, um, I'm going to say no, it is not fair to say that. Obviously, this is contingent on him getting his new contract. I've been pushing very publicly on this show and others that I think Lamar needs to hold the line and get himself a fully guaranteed deal. Whether or not that comes to pass, I don't know. I'm confident at some point, a deal will get done, and hopefully the Baltimore Ravens do right by their MVP quarterback and they give him all the money. But as it relates to this question, have they failed Lamar Jackson? I'm going to say no, because they've built their entire roster around his skill set, not just offensively, where obviously they're heavy with the run game. They got several very talented tight ends, including Mark Andrews, who, in my opinion, should be, at worst, the number two tight end in fantasy football this upcoming season. You can even make case for him being number one overall over Travis Kelsey, but you know we'll see what happens there. They got a stable of running backs. I know they were all hurt last season, so you didn't really get to see them, but they do have a handful of very good runners. And even though they don't have the top flight, true number one wide receiver like a DeAndre Hopkins, uh, 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 Devontae Adams, guys like that. The guys that they do have, or they did have Hollywood Brown, now they have Rashad Bateman, can really stretch the field. And the one thing that Lamar Jackson does basically as good as anyone in the NFL is he throws a great deep ball. So this roster offensively, they got a strong running game to complement his running style. They have athletic tight ends who can catch the ball over the middle because that's where Lamar likes to go the majority of the time is crossing routes over the middle in between the numbers. And the guys on the outside, even though they aren't number one wideouts in the way most of us would define it, their skill sets complement their quarterback. Lamar throws a great deep ball. Those guys can get deep on defenses. That's just offensively. Defensively, the way that they built their team is a very opportunistic attacking defense. And the reason why they do that is because on offense, Baltimore runs a lot of ball control. They'll churn out seven, eight, nine, even 10-minute drives because it's so much on the ground and it's a lot of you know small but chunk plays. Not a lot of incomplete passes, obviously, because they're not throwing the ball as much as some of these other teams. And as a result, you shorten the game. And what that does subconsciously to the opposing offense is they believe that they have to score quickly because they don't know how many times they get the ball back. You know what I'm saying? So as a result, 
they're inclined to want to throw the ball and put up points in a hurry because they don't know how many possessions they're going to get. That Baltimore defense is very aggressive, very attacking. They can get a lot of sacks and create a lot of turnovers. So the way the roster is built, both offensively and defensively, is specifically to take advantage of Lamar Jackson's skill set. So in my opinion, when you're built like that around a quarterback, it's hard for me to say that they failed him because they're taking a lot of risk themselves by being so specific to his abilities. So that's my answer to that question. Question number two. Is there any plans to do a YouTube version of the show? Not right now. I will say, though, myself, J-Mac, our boss, Scott, our head of social media, Elijah, have all gotten together before J-Mac's vacation, obviously. And we discussed having a bigger presence on YouTube. And by that, I don't mean putting the full podcast up on YouTube or even doing a live stream. That's just not really in the cards for us right now. But we are going to be putting up two, three, four, five minute segments of what we think is some of the best stuff, hopefully at least once a week starting in football season. I think that having our content on YouTube is going to be good for the Straight Fire brand, number one. But obviously, number two, it's going to be good for the iHeart Fox Sports Radio brand because anytime you can drive traffic, it's going to help all parties involved. So be on the lookout. Once football season starts officially, not preseason, preseason does not count, be on the lookout for some YouTube content. Again, not live streamed, but some clips. All right, here we go. Keep it moving. Have you heard anything from a standpoint of LeBron and AD being tired of each other? No, uh, I have not heard that. I don't know these guys personally. But I do know people who know LeBron and AD on a closer level. So I guess I'm what, three degrees, four degrees from those guys. You know, I'm not going to take my word with a grain of salt, you know, but from the people that I talk to that do know people around LeBron and AD, they seem committed as much as ever to trying to lead the Los Angeles Lakers back to a championship. And um, hopefully, you know, as a Laker fan, I would love to see that come to pass. So. That's where I'm at on that. But no, I have not heard anything about those two, LeBron and AD, being tired of each other. Keep it moving. Next question here. What what has a better chance of happening? The Lakers missing the playoffs again or the Houston Rockets making the play-in tournament? Oh, I mean, on its face, that question is blasphemous. But I guess if you have to consider... I know I did this whole spiel yesterday about Russell Westbrook not being on the roster, and I firmly believe he will not be on the roster when training camp opens. But I guess if you have to ask me right now, because as of today, Friday, there is no trade, uh, I think the Lakers missing the playoffs is probably more likely, as much as it pains me to say. Obviously, the Russell Westbrook AD LeBron pairing does not work. And the way that the, the roster sits currently, they are in desperate need of shooting. The guys that they got this offseason are the antithesis of what they got last year. Last year's guys were all older, veteran dudes who had a reputation for being good shooters. Carmelo Anthony, uh, Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore was shooting around 40% when they signed him. The guys they got now, younger 
more athletic, much better defensively. But I don't think any of them has a reputation as being a shooter. So if this roster rolls into opening night as is, again, which I don't think is going to happen, but for the case of this exercise, we have to say it does. I think it's more likely that my Lakers miss the playoffs, man. And that that hurts to admit. I, I don't appreciate you putting me in that kind of position where I got to slander my squad. But, ah, yep. Yeah, uh, okay. Keep it moving. Uh, why hasn't the mainstream media mentioned Barry Bonds and his 73 homers when bringing up Aaron Judge and his home run chase? That's a really good question. Again, I'm not the baseball guy. We've been through this pretty much all week. That's not my forte. That's not my bag. But as somebody who works in media and for my money, the odd couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weeknights on Fox Sports Radio, shameless plug, talks more baseball than any national show in the country. And having said that, I can say that I have spoken to a number of people in and around the world of baseball that have suggested to me that MLB and their media partners have, for lack of a better word, erased the PED slash steroid era from their memory as it relates to the way they cover the game now. They want nothing more than to act like the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds home run chases, which captivated my attention and I'm not a baseball fan but I remember watching SportsCenter and them cutting into Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire's at-bats when they were both going at it because it was fascinating to see that not only was one guy gonna break the Roger Maris 61 you might have two guys and then of course they both did so when Barry Bonds came a few years later and obliterated that with 73 it was like awe-inspiring. It, it, was, it was something that even the casual fans can get into. Now, obviously, after the fact, we find out that allegedly all three guys were taking performance-enhancing drugs. And even though I believe at the time the powers that be in Major League Baseball kind of knew what was going on, I mean, it's hard not to, given how rampant it was throughout the sport. But the response to it, after the fact, is such a black eye on Major League Baseball that I think that they decided maybe in the last two or three years or so that we're not even going to acknowledge that it happened anymore. We're just going to move on, pretend that 61 is still the number, and keep it pushing. So I think that's why Barry Bonds' 73 doesn't get mentioned alongside Aaron Judge. And then also, for a short answer... I don't think Aaron Judge is going to come close to catching 73. I mean, he's currently on pace, I believe, for like 65, which would be a new franchise mark in New York. But again, that's way short of Barry Bonds' 73. So that could be another reason as to why Bonds is not being mentioned in the same conversation with Aaron Judge right now. All right, I got time for a couple of more before I wrap things up for the uh, extended dance remix of the fan mail experience here on Straight Fire. Why do you hold finals losses against LeBron, but not early round losses against MJ? Well, me personally, I don't hold LeBron's finals losses against him. That's not the way I operate. 
Um, I do have him second behind Michael Jordan all time. And it's not because of the finals losses or the six rings to four rings. It's just I think that Michael Jordan is just a better player than LeBron James. I mean, their accolades are very similar. Uh, MJ, I think more accomplished, of course, on the defensive end and just overall, I think, better offensively. Um, I know that LeBron's a freight train going to the basket and, and he's going to finish as the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. But for my money, I just think Michael Jordan is a better player than LeBron. So that's why, given that their resumes are pretty similar, that's why I lean uh, MJ1, LeBron2. But what's funny about LeBron's finals record, and again, by far the most in modern history, or modern NBA history, rather, 10, including eight consecutive from 2011 to 2018, which is baffling that one man with two different franchises can make eight straight finals is crazy. But again, what's funny about this um, thing about LeBron and his finals record is it's one of those very unique stats where if you like LeBron, it's a real feather in your cap because nobody in modern NBA history has come close to making 10 finals. And him making eight straight with two different franchises basically makes him like a one-man dynasty. And on the other hand, if you don't like LeBron, if you're a Jordan guy, the fact that he has a losing record in the finals is something that it's like, oh, well, he can't be the greatest of all time. Look, he's four and six in the finals. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't know how many stats of in any sport, two different people can look at the same stat and make wildly different conclusions from it. Like, that's that's crazy to me. All right, we got time for one more. I think this will be the last one of the week. I'm sorry I didn't get to yours. If you send it in, you know, maybe I'll, I'll address it directly on Twitter. But um, for today's purposes, this will be the last one. What does a typical day on the Straight Fire podcast look like? What times are you recording? Now, I've gotten a handful of questions that are basically this exact thing. So I think this is a good one to finish with. Obviously, when we record interviews, we're not recording them when the episode drops, which is at 5 a.m. Eastern every morning, Monday through Friday. We usually record our interviews the day before. I'm sure you've noticed that anywhere between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Eastern. That's usually when we record our interviews. And as far as J-Mac either solo or Jason and myself together, we usually start recording. Now, obviously, this depends on Monday night football, Thursday night football. If there's a big national game, maybe we'll stay up late to watch it. But um, we usually record around 11.30 p.m. Eastern. So technically, once we do finish recording and, and Jason says something like, for instance, today, straight fire for Friday, August 12th. By the time we wrap up, it is technically Friday, August 12th. So that's usually how we do it. Obviously, throughout the day, uh, me and Jason are texting back and forth on topics. So that's usually how things go. And um, that's a little bit pulling behind the curtain so you can see how the sausage gets made here on the Straight Fire podcast. Hopefully, I didn't ruin the illusion for you that, um, you know, we're, we're recording this podcast at uh, 3 a.m. Eastern and um, dropping it at 5. You know, that's. Sorry to break it to you folks. That's not how we do it. But um, that's it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed the week. I had a great time sitting in for J-Mac. He's back on Monday. Until then, though, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.